Welcome to Lift and Love Conversations, where we are building a supportive culture around LGBTQ families in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm Allison Dayton from Lift and Love, and I will show you how to lean into your spiritual discomfort to deepen and grow your testimony of Jesus Christ. And I am Jenny Hunter of Jenny Hunter Coaching. I will help you identify obstacles that could get in the way of sustaining healthy relationships and realizing the blessings of being an LGBTQ family. Each week, we will bring you lessons we've learned through our own lives, the experiences of families we've worked with, and conversations with amazing experts. Hello, our Lift and Love community. This is Jenny and Allison. We're back. Good morning. It's a gloomy day in Salt Lake City. Oh, it is gorgeous here in Tampa. It is it's always gorgeous in Tampa. Let's it, be real. But, but like this is like we just went through our winter. Our summer is really the winter. And like now it's like the lanai doors are open. And like it's just every time you walk out, you're like, oh, these are the happy days. Oh, I'm so jealous. We're just moving into um, we're just moving into our chili. But the snow, the skiers, come on, you're a big skier. You're excited. We, about that. I love, I am a big skier, but I, and I love fall. I love the leaves and, yes. the, it's and beautiful this year. That is the worst thing about living in Florida is the fall. That's the only time I don't like living here because I love you the fall. Have fall do you? No, <laughs> we get fall in December. Like some of the leaves kind of change in December, but yeah, you know, oh it's gosh. all stuff. Yes. But- Our entire neighborhood is red, orange, and yellow. <sighs> oh, and it's after, stunning. you know, green, it's just so, it's gorgeous. It it's so fun. We have a lot of change coming at us right now, don't we? Speaking of change, yes. Yes. We, so just, we, we have our live event that sold out in three days. We just can't hardly believe it. We are so excited. We're building that right as we speak. It's going to be so exciting. It is. every like. First of all, I don't know if you know about this about Allison Baylet. She kind of has magic prayers. And so like, she prays for people to come into our lives to help us with the lift love. And the most amazing women have shown up in her life saying, and literally like on our doorstep or called her said, I have felt like inspired to help you. How can I help you? And these aren't oh, just like amazing. everyday women. These are women with multiple talents that are helping to put on this live event. It is every time I talk to her, she has a new amazing thing that we've added to it. It's oh, going to well, be. Well, it's going to be amazing. And they're really hard. I mean, I just feel like. You know, it's sort of a field of dreams. Like people, so many people have really wanted to help this community um, and felt compelled to be part of, you know, supporting our LGBTQ people. And they just don't know how. And so when an opportunity comes up, oh man, people just, they bring their hearts and it is, it's beautiful. It is. We're so grateful. So humbling. It is. And then our other big change is like, you know, we do our support groups, but we're adding another layer. We are introducing the lift and love community for our parents to want to go deeper with um, their progress and the mindset and learning how to gain all the skills of how to navigate these waters. Yeah. I mean, we, it's so funny because I started just with this like idea of having just kind of an inspirational Instagram account that really supported LGBTQ families. And then it, you know, Jenny joins and it grows into a podcast and, and that's good for people, but then it just wasn't enough. So then we added support groups and people are really loving our support groups too. Yep. But, but it's, while it's good and, and both of those things together are good, like there is a need to, 
to go deeper and to work through these particular, you know, the, the experiences that we have and the feelings that we have around this and, and the gospel. And so, yeah, uh, your personal growth in it. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's an intense experience and, and a lot of us need um, more than is available. So we have just, I mean, Jenny can speak to this, but we felt really inspired to create another layer, another, uh, another depth of coaching and, and working and community, like another and community and like, a, a you know, a, a more private, uh, like more available community. And the funny thing, Allison is like, you know, like I have been praying about this so much because like, I see the growth, um, with my clients and, um, and, and the support groups are great, but like the clients I really work with, their lives change. Like they literally become a different person in this growth and this, um, these, these tools and this, um, this work, and they really become so confident and loving their family in a different way. And so like, I have been praying and I'm being like, it's, I'm pretty tapped out. And so I've been praying and you have too. like, we've the whole time we've been so prayerful, like where this lift and love is going and what can we do? And first the Lord's like, do these videos. Then he's like, okay, we do a podcast, do a support group, maybe do a live event. Right. And now this is where we're at. And it just feels like, I keep, I, I tell her like, okay, this is the bow. This is the bow. Like he keeps like having us challenges. And, but we are so excited about, um, the community that we're going to create. And it is, um, really just so needed because, um, when I came out, like I was telling her, like, Allison, even though I was eight years into the journey, when we met, like, I didn't really have like a LGBTQ other mom connection. And even in the last two years, like this level of deep connection that we've been able to create has made me such a better mom and as such a better advocate and such a more confident mom. And so me too, for sure. I mean, we heard this all the time from our LGBTQ moms. I'm so lonely. I need connection. I need support. I'm not getting it. And I wasn't getting it from my group. I have plenty of friends, but none of them have LGBTQ kids. And so I didn't even know what I, I didn't even know what I knew was missing until like, we really create this like emotional connection and spiritual connection of how we parent our LGBTQ children. And it's changed me and I'm so grateful for it. And so I'm so excited that we have the opportunity to give that to other moms and we have a new platform for that. Well, and you know, one of the benefits is just the different opinions and different experiences is that Jenny pushes me in ways that I would not push myself for growth. And and hopefully I push Jenny in ways that Oh, I know I do because I'm really bossy that way. But <laughs> no, I'm really opinionated. <laughs> but, but we look at things really differently and yeah. don't agree always. But it's so it's such a peaceful place to like safe place to talk about it and to like figure this out. And I can't do this with other friends who don't have LGBTQ kids. Like this is so needed for every person who has LGBTQ. Yeah, and we we just found that the, the support groups, while they're so good, they just don't have the capability of going deep enough. So. Right. We will be, um, you'll be seeing more information. We hope you'll have a look at the community page just to see if it fits for you. It's just another option. Um, it's a deeper option. And I think for many of you, it will be the thing that you've been looking for. But um, that's going to be coming online. So we have that exciting thing. And you just yeah. go to liftandlove.org and there'll be a button on top that you can. Uh, Lift and Love Community. It'll and be the starts- community button. Yeah, the community and it starts December first, and so this will when this airs, it'll be about a week from the start. So we we are excited. 
exciting. For that, we have to get through Thanksgiving. That's right. And I would say, speaking of connection, this is sometimes, um, especially if your child had just come out or is in the process or is maybe started dating, like Thanksgiving can um, bring up a lot of feelings of stress and worry. I have dealt with this with a lot of my clients for like how to manage these waters. And even if you don't have an LGBTQ child, what we're going to talk about will apply to you because like, I know, like I have, you know, I have nine siblings. And so when we all get together, it literally is 50 plus like, and so it is chaos with lovely different opinions and lots of strong personalities. And you have to really go into Thanksgiving with these big families with the right tools to enjoy yourself because you want to enjoy the day with your family. You love these people, even if they look at things differently. You love these people and you want to feel that love when you're with them and and not dislike. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were saying when we were getting ready for this, that like, it's like you pack up your car, you pack up your food and all of your family drives together and you crash into each other with all the stuff, (laughs) food, the kids and all your feelings and issues and past experiences with uh, just all of the issues that you're dealing with and all of the pain and all of the hurt that you've inflicted on each other. And so we wanted to talk about getting through Thanksgiving. We're going to give you four things to focus on to, so you actually have the day you want and you have the power to really create the experience you want with your families. And the first thing I give you is don't go in it with thinking, I just want us all to get along. I want you to really have the thought of like, I want everybody to feel exactly how they want to. I want them to be, I'm going to really try hard to love every version that comes and not want them to be a different version of themselves to make it easier for me. And we're going to give you the tools on how to manage your mind so you can enjoy the version of crazy grandma or rude uncle. They could be, you don't have to change them for you to enjoy your day. Okay. And the first tool is really manage your expectations. And so I have um, an analogy. It's going to, I'll bring it in. So like, my husband is a huge like football guy. He played football in high school, loved BYU football. He still gives me a hard time when um, we were dating out at BYU. Um, the Miami game, I guess that's a big game in the BYU world. Like we won Miami. It was like 90, probably 90 or 89. And I had like, like, like 50 yard line tickets. Cause you remember they didn't used to be like a student section. We used to just get wherever you got tickets. Right. And, um, he came down to see me and I'm like, Oh, do you want my tickets? I'm going to go to the mall. It was halftime. <laughs> and so he took my seat and could not believe that I was going to the mall. And I guess like the BYU won, it's a big game. He still gives me a hard time. Like you went to the mall in the Miami game, but anyways, <laughs> we're going out to bring grace to and- school. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I want to, we're going to go to the BYU game. I'm like, okay. And then and then I have a like, these tickets are like $500 a piece. We're not going. He's like, oh no, we're going to go. And so I was like, oh, I've got to really like do the work because this is so important to him. I could care less. I don't want to spend this money, but it, he's so excited about it. And I'm like, I could either go and be grumpy the whole time, or I could go and be like the fun girlfriend. And so I really like did the work and was like, I'm just going to make this so fun for him. And I'm going to just focus on making this the best evening for him. And so we went, it was, and what happened is like, it was the exact same BYU games I would go to in college that I left halftime to go to the mall. Same game, nothing changed, but I changed where I showed up at that game and I had so much fun. It was a blast and the tickets were worth it. We had great Mm -hmm. seats and he still talks about that of like, that was the most fun date. 
right? And I, nothing changed but me and my expectations. And so really manage your expectations around how the day's going to go. Love it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. That's not an easy thing to do. And you really have to think about it ahead of time. Right. And, and like, I love how like, you said, foresee the pitfalls, right? Foresee the pitfalls. Like, like, like talk about like the planning, because I think that's part of it. Uh-huh. You've got to plan. You yeah. got to make a plan for, for Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, if you think that everybody's going to get along, especially, you know, with all the feelings, if people in your family drink, that's going to add, you know, another layer. If like, look at what your, what your reality is and look what at dealing with. Yeah. And look at the track record. Like the BYU games. Yeah. The BYU game's not going to change. So how can you change? <laughs> yeah. So Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving and it's, it is literally the most stressful holiday for people. I think studies show. And it's supposed to be about being thankful. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little disconnect here between thankfulness and the worst night of your life with your family. So how can we bridge that gap? And when we have um, when we have issues like we want people to support our children or ourselves as LGBTQ, and we're coming with that, like that is not an appropriate time to hash that stuff out. Right. And so that's our our second point is really adjust your mindset. You've got to adjust what you're, where you are, where you're coming from, Mm -hmm. where you, um, what your intentions are in this thing. So there's a lot of great experiences that are family building experiences. And then there's a lot of time in life for, for um, teaching each other. Right. Yeah. Thanksgiving is not a teaching day. No. It's a fun day. It should be a fun day where you um, really just revel and love each other and in your family, whatever your family, whether it's two people or like Jenny's extended family of like 8,000. So, <laughs> Ken comes from a big, you're, you're I familiar know. with these, I, you know those Thanksgiving. He yes. And every other year we go to my family, which is much smaller. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like, so adjust your mindset. So you need to come, you want to protect yourself and your family, um, especially from any unkind comments. Mm-hmm. And if you need to put up a little, like a little boundary beforehand, like, look, mom, so we're, let's not talk about um, so-and-so being whatever. Let's, let's save that conversation for later. Yeah. So that we can really enjoy each other. Like that's a perfectly healthy boundary to set up. Um, and I think another thing is to have a code. Like if we had a couple over Sunday night and he's like doing this on the, he was knocking on the thing. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, that's our code to leave. And you're <laughs> like, oh, well, now I know the code. Exactly. I go, oh, that's a good code. But I think with your kids, if they're feeling. He was angry, like, he's like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he was just out. telling me he wasn't doing it to leave, but I was laughing with him. I'm like, okay, so what are you saying? But. I think like that would help your child if like, you know what, let's just do a code. If you're in a conversation with grandma or something that you need my help or you need like to go outside, go for a walk, let's pick a, let's pick a sign that we could just do so we can have each other's back and we could, you know, validate each other. Well, right. And, and, you know, we want to make sure that our children's expectations are also managed, but also that they, you know, another really healthy thing is to say, okay, so honey, if you get in a situation with someone in the family that is uncomfortable or they're talking about this, you can say, 
A, B, or C, whichever one feels like the right appropriate thing. Like, Grandma, your your insights are very interesting, and I will definitely think about that. Mm. And then you feel free to like end the conversation and walk away. Or if it's really inappropriate, you say, Grandma, this is really not something that I'm going to talk to my grandmother about. But I love you, and you know, let's talk about something else. They can teach your children that kind of loving boundary and mindset. Like I'm not trained to change grandma's mind. I'm not going to have a fight with grandma right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to be really strong in my boundaries of what is appropriate conversation for me. Like, Hey, uncle Bob, like, like this is my daughter's experience and she's working through it. And um, I I'm feel very uncomfortable talking about her experience with you. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I know that you love her and are concerned for her. And I really appreciate that. I love that. You really are going in there into Thanksgiving, not a day to change anybody's mind about your yeah. child or anything that your family's going through, but just to like, so go into seeking zero validation. Right. That is like managing your expectation and your mindset of we're like, mm-hmm. I'm just going in to spend this time with my family, to love them who they are, and they don't need to understand where we're at. It is our role, our job to understand what we're at and to get it. It's not for their job to get it. So our right. job is just to love them where they're at. And I love what you said, like be for, like protect and that goes to our third one protect your truth and honor your peace where got ahead that's okay no it all kind of flows together so it's perfect yeah before we moved on to protect the the truth even though i did um let's just talk about mind struck mindset so we tend to go into an argument or some situation like that with an intent to win mm-hmm. and persuade it's the worst way yep worst way first of all at thanksgiving or in the lobby of the church. Um, not a good way. I'm reading the most fascinating book that is sort of changing me because I am, I would like to say that I am a natural born fighter. Yeah. I and that is the secret. Yeah. I love the feistiness. I don't want that to change about you. No. And I would never want to lose that feistiness because it's the thing that propels me to, Oh, I don't know, start a foundation or, <laughs> you know, learn, yeah or start playing tennis again as an almost 50 year old, like I'm feisty. Yeah. So but this book is called proclaim peace, the restorations answer to an age of conflict. And man, aren't we in conflict? I mean, we could substitute the LGBTQ issue for politics here. Yeah. For mask, for COVID, for, for, masks, for, COVID, whatever. for vaccines. Yeah. I mean, there are 800 ways to get in a fight. There's yeah. maybe even more. Yeah. But this this book, Proclaim Peace, is by Patrick Mason, who did my favorite restoration and a book called Planted, which I think has been a help to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And another author is David Pulsifer. Um, and they do a beautiful job about talking about conflict. And you know, when you read a book and you're like, it talks all about what people are doing wrong. And you're like, oh, that is so someone else. Mm-hmm. Like this book doesn't really allow that. It really focuses on us as individuals and oh, as good. members of the church. And there's, it's funny because it's the first time where I was I've read a book and I haven't been like, oh, so this, so this person should read this book. I think. Wait, wait you told me to read this book. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I think you should. I think every member of the church should read this book because, because we as disciples of Christ are supposed to 
be disciples in his stead. And that's what this talks about is um, that conflict in life is essential. There needs to be opposition in all things. That is the way there's light and dark and neither one can fully exist without the other. Yep. That's the plan or or with the other. So it can't be totally light and totally dark at the same time. Yep. It can, I mean, it, it, it can't have both of those. So conflict is natural and it is a part of life. They talk about in um, this book, two different kinds of conflict, destructive conflict. I'm going to win. You're going to lose. You're wrong. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, violent. Uh, I'm going to hurt you. You hurt me. Any of those things are destructive conflict. Um, then they talk about creative conflict. And that's where we want to be. Creative conflict is loving conflict, which sounds so funny. Like it sounds like an uh, like an oxymoron, but it's it's the idea of taking conflict and creating something good out of it. Mm. I mean, I think in some ways it's the win win, right? For sure. Yep. So the growth growth out of conflict, right. right? But it takes thinking. You can't go on your gut reaction because that's going to be more. Um, fight or flight, you know, that's going to be more. Yeah, so you're, it, it's the higher brain. You can't go to the lower brain where you're triggered. You have to really go in with the right mindset and using your higher brain power. And you have to come in with the idea, I love you. Mm. And I know that you love me and that our ultimate goal is to be well connected because that is how we have heaven on earth, right? Is when we're well connected and love one another even in conflict. And we're supposed to be in conflict. You aren't supposed to think the same way I do. Otherwise you and I would never have had anything to talk about over these right. years. I would be so bored. Yeah. I, and we love each other. So the conflict is, is creative. It's been incredibly creative. Right. Us. Yeah. And it's brought so many good fruits, right? Yeah, so totally. conflict can bring good fruits. So the, the, the idea, sorry to go so long into this, but the idea of the book is you look at that conflict and see a creative loving way. So it's like, look, Uncle Joe, I know you love our family and and I just am so grateful that you care about us. Thank you so much. This is not a great time to talk about this, but I do just love you. So a creative way of not being like, hey Uncle Joe, your thoughts are wrong. You need to wear a mask or you shouldn't wear a mask. You know what I mean? Right. So there's and I think another way would be also to be like um Hey, Uncle Joe, like, I love that you do this. I think this is so amazing how you help people or say this about people or see this in people. This would be so amazing if you could do this for my child. Like, find a spiritual gift of that person, point it out to them, and ask them to use it for your child. Yeah, I love that. That, I I mean, that's a small thing that will connect that family member to your child. And it's a very safe, and it builds them up, and it builds your child up. Totally. Totally. So it brings me to Doctrine and Covenants 121, verse 41. And this is a well-known. And we've used it a lot in, it's, it talks about the priesthood, but this is the Lord's way of, of persuading us to do good. This, like is how the, this is the Lord's pattern of creative conflict and Christ's pattern as he was on the earth of, of creative conflict rather than destructive conflict. And the scripture is no power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of the priesthood. Or in that case, it would be force, right? By saying, well, I have the priesthood and you don't, you know, whatever. And I'm, right. I'm doing that. Righteous so, dominion, yeah. Yeah. By virtue of the priesthood, 
or force, only by persuasion, by long-suffering, by gentleness and meekness, and by love unfeigned, by kindness and pure knowledge, which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile. Reproving betimes with sharpness, then moved upon by the Holy Ghost, when moved upon by the Holy Ghost, and then showing forth afterwards an increase of love towards him who thou hast reproved, lest he esteem thee as to be thy enemy. Like, we want relationship. Yeah. We do not want enemies. No. And we, this is what this is all about, is build, you know, a family dinner of relationships. So you have to go in saying like, if we're going to sit at the table and fight about this, then we need to have like a game, you know, I'm going to come up with a game tape that we do at the dinner table. I'm going to shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Shake things up or like in between while we're waiting for the food or after we've eaten the food, when everybody's like, whatever, we go for a walk and we look for the beautiful things or, you know, we've got a plan. If football causes people to punch each other (laughs) this year, we're going to introduce pickleball or, you know, like that flag four square or the four square ball thing. You know what I mean? Like we're coming up with a creative conflict plan. And it's going to be more fun. (laughs) Way more fun. And you're going to enjoy being there. You are. like, And you've shown up really more than you would have before because you've put so much energy into it. That's right. You're you're serving versus taking, right? Serving versus taking. Like if you could have that mindset, how could I serve my family that day versus taking? Like in the sense of like... it create a better experience for everybody and right. they get to choose how they feel like they're managing to their own emotions. I don't want you to be weird and try to manage everybody's um, time and emotions, but just giving this creative outlet, like Allison said, like giving options. Okay. And, you know, I think like that my favorite part of that Allison is 42. It says by kindness and pure knowledge, like kindness always wins. And pure knowledge to me is we're all, everybody's striving to do the best. Even if grandma's grumpy like that, she's, doing the best she can right now. And when you, that next part of that sentence is that scripture, which is, which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile. Mm -hmm. Meaning like, if you really have that thought of like going in with like serving and that they're all doing the best they can, even if it's not what we want it to be, but they are striving, then you show up like in that really pure place of loving them without any other weird energy about you. You're showing up in love. And that's what love looks like, where you're accepting accepting them where they are in that journey and not trying to change their mind, but just showing up with love. And then what happens, the result of that is you, like me at the football game, I get to enjoy the day better than I've ever enjoyed it because I am not expecting, I've adjusted my mindset. I'm not expecting like miracles there. I'm expecting what it is and I'm letting go of my, um, what I want it to be. And I'm just accepting reality. And then I get into reality and reality becomes better. Right. Okay. And you had a great time. Right. And so this is like the best case scenario. Like we're giving you the tools, but sometimes there are going to be moments in the day where you're going to have to protect your truth and honor your peace. Okay. And And you can do that without being harsh. Right. Because as we know, we actually cannot change people's minds. No, or control people by forcing them. Yeah. (laughs) In the Lord's, in the Lord's way, we can influence them by long suffering, gentleness, meekness, and love unfaked. Yes. Unfaked. 
untrained. Like we can do by true love, by showing them love. And that's really the only way that we can create lasting connection with people is with those principles. It's so, it's really easy to love the people that are easy to love, but the key for that is loving them when they're hard to love, right? And that- And when they disagree with you. So this brings us back to validation for expectations, right? Right. So if I have a conf, I had a conflict with a, a dear friend um, over actually over what I do with Lift and Love. She saw it very differently than I do mm. and didn't see it in a, a way that was very flattering to me. <laughs> to, and and had to feel good. Oh. It, it, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah. terrible. And it, um, it just, it was super painful to experience. Now I love this woman and I am not one that likes to count people off as like dismiss people in my life. So when, if I, when we are ready to get back together, I have to have an understanding that we can't, there's certain things that we cannot talk to and talk about Mm -hmm. this being one, first of all, I can't have an expectation that she is going to understand what I've been through. Yeah. And I have a, some sort of sense that I, when I was talking to her about, it, I stepped on ex- issues that she has had that are completely unrelated to LGBTQ issues. Interesting. So we need to have a new guideline of how we're talking when we're together. I don't need her to agree with me. And if I do, there's something wrong. Right. Right. I can't, that can't be my. Your energy will be different in that. Yeah. Project. And that can't be my MO for doing no. for support. I'm here to support my child and by extension support, you know, from what I've learned, support other people. So one of the things that I think Jenny and I would both say we've learned is we have to be okay with what we are doing. Yeah. For sure with God. Yep. We have to be sure. And I think that is what being an adult, a mature disciple of Christ is. I mean, Eve, Nephi, Lehi, Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, like you name the leaders, you Mm -hmm. you name a leader, Esther, like we can go deep, right? This, it all had to do what they knew in their heart to be right. And they had to be convicted and they had to stand alone in yeah. that experience. And, um, and I think that is essential spirit, essentially spiritual maturity where if we're learning to be like our savior. That's where we need to be is in a place that we have gotten a conviction from Christ, from the savior and we're going with it. Which means you do not look for them to validate your path. You have to validate yourself. That is how you do that. And how does that, how do you do that, Jenny? You really like your opinion of yourself and what you're doing has to be more important than theirs because you're always going to care about what people think. Like it's, you're not a narcissist. So we're always going to care about what people think, but you, the more that you have, like, this is what God's told me. This is like my confidence in it. This is, I know I'm right with God. And that it's really how you talk to yourself. It's that simple, like kind of the, the, the noise in your head, because then when the noise outside, right, when you're not seeing receiving that validation outside, somebody saying oh, you're doing it wrong, you'll be like, okay, that's interesting. It's not so threatening anymore because you know their opinion is not more important than your own opinion of yourself or God's opinion of you. Even okay, if it's everybody in your family. 
which sometimes with this situation with vaccines, I mean, I noticed at church on Sunday, there were like my ward, for some reason, they don't wear masks, but in a lot of the families, there were one or two people who wore masks. And I thought, wow, showing up as a family member when the other family members aren't like that takes a certain amount of standing alone, standing alone. And it would be the reverse in a ward, you know, in a family that was all wearing masks and one, one member wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. To be confident in that and be okay and not have to vilify the other. That's the important part of the decision. Yes. Right. You're not vilifying yourself or them, right? No vilification is the destructive conflict. For sure. And it's they're not wrong. They're worse. Look at them ruining everybody's life. They're trying to get me, you know, whatever it is. It is. Yeah. And that will make disconnect and will not ever bring you closer together as a people or especially a family. No, so it, it disconnects that, them from your love. Right. And so I think three is actually the hardest is like protecting your truth, honoring your peace with when you're not seeking for outside validation. Mm-hmm. So that takes work and like spend some time. If you know, you know, other, some families are, um, you're all on different journey paths on this journey. So decide what you need for that day and provide it. So if you want to feel loved and seen, that is for you to provide and not for other people to provide and to decide what you need to be thinking going in to with your family. And that's where you're going to provide those emotions because all our emotions are caused by what you're thinking. So mm-hmm. you have to be really mindful. And that goes back adjusting the mindset of what you're thinking about yourself and your family. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so our last one is find common ground. And I, a lot of my clients, like when they're going through this, they're like, I'm so different from my family now. I think so differently from them. And that thought might feel true, but it's poisonous because Mm. what it does is it makes you feel like you're an outsider. And and remember, whatever we think we're going to find our brain, that's their job. And so if you keep thinking they are so different from me, they think so differently. That's all you're going to see that day. Right. Define common ground and be like, really, are they so different? Like question that thought, like they're doing the best. They're trying to live the gospel how they think. I'm trying to live the gospel how I think. They're trying to be a good daughter. I'm trying to be a good daughter. They're trying to be a good daughter of God. I'm trying to be a good daughter of God. There is way more commonality. And this is actually for anybody in conflict. When you find the common ground where you're like, they're doing the best they can. I'm doing the best I can. That is the bridge for connection. Okay. So if you're thinking these people are not my people, they're so different. That is where you need to really question your thoughts and like, are they, how are they the same? Like, how am I wrong about this? And you can find commonality with everybody. This is not hard to do. It could boil down to start the basic. We're both human beings, right? We're both like trying to celebrate Thanksgiving and the best way possible. Like really just boil it down. And then you will see how are we the same? Like have that thought. You're going to feel so different around um, your family if you're thinking that. Well, and and you can always ask yourself, am I involved in creative conflict or destructive conflict? They're so different. It's destructive. It's taking your family apart. We're very similar in so many amazing ways. Right. We're not ites. That and um me and my husband have been talking about this a lot, where the world wants us to be ites. Yep. Satan wants to be ites. You're not ites. Like like the city of Enoch, like the waters of Alma, like when the people all came together, one heart, one mind. Mm-hmm. You gotta take the ites out of it. And so if and we're I'm a I do this sometimes too. I put ites, right? Like they're what mask wearers or they're not mask wearers, right? Like we, like 
you, if you could take the outs out of it, you're going to change your experience for that day. So let me go through them again. Number one, manage your expectations. Number two, adjust your mindset. Number three, protect your truth and honor your peace. And four, find common ground. And it's just like, just sit, make that list and sit down and make a plan on how to do this. And I really think that your day with your family might be one of the best Thanksgivings you've ever had. Which would be so fun. I, I actually I love that for you. Yes. I want you to love Thanksgiving like I do. I love like when you kind of expect the crazy, it just changes the whole game for you. Just like the BYU game got changed for me. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Expect the crazy. Right. And you're crazy. Like we're all bringing up like, oh my like gosh. that's my, one of my favorite, like, I'm like, everybody's crazy. Like I could handle anybody's crazy if they own it. Right. Like we're all <laughs> a little crazy, but, but it would be really boring if we weren't like enjoy, oh. kind of embrace the crazy of your family. Cause every family's unique. Every culture is unique with your family and see how you can make like your, your culture, your family better for you. And, yeah. and, and, and more supportive for, for your family your and your children and what you've got going on. So right, you're, you're patterning you need them, right? You're teaching your children how to connect because yeah. I know like LGBTQ, sometimes I see this with my clients, see this with my son. It's easy. Like they already feel outside and not that these are these people. And so this is really important skill set that you're helping your child how to connect with community and it takes and stay connected inside of the community. Yes. That they're important. Like they are, there's a lot of common ground that your child has with these people. These are their people. How, how can we love them better? Such an important tool. Such. All right. We hope you, we love you. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. Eat lots of Turkey. What's your favorite pie, Allison? I don't love, I don't, I don't either. I'm a cake girl. Like bring me a cake. Sweet potato pie, but that's not really pie. Oh, but it's I uh, love it. I'm like, bring me the the cake. I'm butter like and cake. sugar. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so, and um, if you would like to join us in our Lift and Love community, we hope you. We're so excited. December first is where we're going to open. We're going to start it. We're opening. The doors are open. So go and um, look that up and DM us if you have any questions about it. But it's check it it's out gonna, and see if it's something that really will you need in your life. And yep. you know, we're there we'd love to be part of it. Yep. All right. Bye. Love you. Thank you for joining our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lift and Love podcast. And if you like what we share, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a five-star rating. For more tips and resources, follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Lift and Love Org and Jenny Hunter Coaching. You can also go to liftandlove.org for loads of information and entry into our free support groups. If you're interested in personal coaching, sign up at JennyHunterCoaching.com. The first appointment is free. But most importantly, remember, you are not alone in this journey. We are building a community of thriving and faithful LGBTQ families who are here to lift and love you.